Hi everyone, so delighted to have you back today for the next episode of the Video Production Academy podcast and I'm delighted today to be joined by Amanda Kajek from Canada and from Alberta, Canada, isn't it? Yes, that's right. Oh, that's wonderful. So firstly, I'd love for you to introduce yourself and what it is that you do. Wonderful. I'm Amanda Kajic, as you've already kind of pointed out, and I work with coaches, course creators, and experts to simplify and scale their businesses. But coaching isn't where you started, though, is it? Can you talk us through your first career and how that progressed to where you are now? Yeah, I actually started out as an esthetician. I'm an esthetician by trade. I have been for 21, 22 years now. And how that progressed here is like, it's quite a long story. So I'll try to keep it short. Essentially, I became a parent. And of course, once we do that, typically, it's like, how can I stay home? How can I be with my kids and still be able to contribute? And so for me, I love my job. I love working with people. I always thought I would just go back to work. But then I looked down at my, he was my son and I looked down at him and I was like, oh boy, here I am. I'm in a tough predicament because yeah, there's no way I'm leaving this little guy. I need to work from home. My first online gig was network marketing, right? It's an easy in good business model. And I had absolutely no experience online you know, in the online world, it's completely different than in person. So once I was on there, I realized and learned the hard way of how, how much more I needed, how many more skills in order to actually have a successful business. And so that's really what brought me to where I am today with coaching and supporting other women who are uh, building their businesses online. That's wonderful. Have you always found yourself in a position of leadership? I really have. It's funny because you don't, you know, when you're in the thick of it, you don't really, I don't personally think that you realize that when you're in the thick of it. And, you know, looking back over time, it it really has always been, I am the oldest of eight kids. And so I think it just naturally comes to me and in every role, in every job, and it really throughout all aspects of my life, I've always taken charge and and been that, that leader for sure. What made you decide to go to be an esthetician from where you were as a a child to, to that part? I was a real tomboy, always helping my dad, always helping out. I grew up on a farm and, you know, and there's a whole another, you know, I've moved all over. There's a really, I have had quite the um, journey in my life for my age, I guess you could say, but I always, you know, I, I just, I was always helping. I was always quite the tomboy and working that tough, rough kind of that life. Plus I really enjoyed, I think being the oldest of eight kids, it made me also be like, you know, I need to get the heck out of here. I'm done with dealing with all this. And so I wanted to make money fast And so I always chose jobs where I could make the most money, which where I'm from, I'm not sure if it's the same where you're from, but is those labor intensive type jobs. And so I would always work in those types of jobs. I was a welder's helper for a long time. I worked on, uh, yeah, pipelines. I worked in OSB mills, which are like these big factories here. And, and so I, because I made really good money, but those jobs were dirty 
they were hard labor. And so I just got to a point where I was like, what can I do that is, you know, clean and warm inside? Cause I hate being cold. Our winters are just terrible here. And so I, yeah, it was esthetician, right? Easy came naturally to me. I get to just visit with people and be inside and make money. So it's funny. It was a complete flip. And at what point did video start to play a role in your business? That came automatically as soon as I went that, that it kind of switched from in-person business to online and learning how quickly my business would grow and become more profitable from simply adding in that live element, because the next best thing to in-person is being live. So it was just this automatic switch that happened from that, from that process. So I know when we chatted before, you told me about how you use webinars and you're the first person that I've spoken to that has really used webinars in a big way. I've spoken to people that are really into Instagram and really into Facebook and really into YouTube, but it's unusual for somebody to say, I'm really into webinars and I've, I've really got the hang of webinars. Yeah, I think that being able to show up live in person and connect with people in a way that they can you know, have that rapport back with you is so powerful. And that's why, you know, webinars and it's, you know, not specifically just webinars, but live events, right? So when we see webinar, sometimes we think of something that's, you know, slides or pre-recorded. And I really love to leverage these live conversion type events, right? I'm like air quoting, you know, webinars, launching workshops, challenges, right? And so that has been a such a game changer because you do get that two-way interaction and reciprocation and people can really see who you are, hear you, you know, your mannerisms, all of those things, which there really is no other more powerful way than that other than in person, right? So that's why it's been a huge game changer and I love them so much. One of the things that I found really interesting is, and I, I'm making an assumption here, but I think you're quite an analytical person because I'm, I'm quite an analytical person. So you, you took on the idea of doing the webinars, but you actually tested out different approaches, whether slides would work or whether actually appearing on camera would work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in business, there's the only way to get ahead is testing, right? We're, we're, we're failing all the time, right? And we want to fail forward. So it's testing, 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 and moving forward. And so I, I really did try all different aspects because naturally as people, we don't automatically want to turn on a camera and talk to people live. We're not comfortable and confident doing that. That's really scary. And especially someone like me who I am not tech savvy, you know, the first time I hit the live button, I remember just like, you know, going like this, like reaching to it, like, no, okay, okay, now I'm ready. Oh, no, right. And it's like, okay, it's, you're just, and also you're staring at yourself on that screen, right? Yes, other people on the other side are seeing you, but all of those things just put that fear into you. And so being able to, you know, test that, test it with slides and all of those different areas first kind of helped me build up that courage, but also it showed me 
how much more powerful actual live is than hiding behind that that slide as well. Yes, you could see me on the screen in that little box at the top corner, right? While I was presenting, but when it's just myself and, and you know, the people who are there watching, it's more like you're talking to somebody just like this right now in person, right? So it's just, it's so much more powerful. And actually it kind of allows you to, it puts you at ease more once you do. Obviously you need to do it a few times, but people really relate and gravitate to that. And I think that it's powerful because you are more real. There are going to be, you might slip up. You might, you know, your animal, your pet might come into the room or your kids, if it's me, right? So those things, that's real life, right? And those are the things most people tend to worry that are going to happen when they're live. And so that that's where they're like, oh, I don't want to do this. But those are the real true things that are going to connect people to you so much more than, you know, when I just was, you know, using slides and things like that, that they don't get that real true sense of who you are, right? Live in itself is life. It's live. It's in real, right? So we want that real time. Yeah. I think there is definitely an that when you use slides, you are hiding behind them. And I, I remember doing a presentation to somebody else's group and I, I totally had slides and I was totally going to hide behind it. And then I wasn't in control of the stream. The, the owner of the membership was, and she left me on screen and slides. She managed to do a split and I was just, I was mortified. It was just not what, it wasn't what I expected. I couldn't hide. And actually I've, I've learned to not hide behind slides now. So I tend to not use slides. I'll just use a little bit of graphics here and there. But I think there is a journey to being courageous. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. Because I think that, well, that experience in itself, like that experience in itself, right, where you, she left you on the screen, wouldn't it have felt so much easier to have been prepared for that because you were in more control rather than just thrown into it. But that experience in itself is what probably helped you to move forward. And now not, you know, okay, I'm not going to go through that again. I'm going to prepare and I'm going to be, you know, on screen and alive compared to, yeah, feeling like I can hide behind something. You know, the other thing with slides is, you know, we're kind of reading off of, we're using them as these points. And with live, which can feel uncomfortable for a lot of people, is that you don't have those, those little points to kind of follow. Obviously, there's some tricks and things you learn as you get more experienced with it. So that, that also can really trip you up even more because instead of focusing on just connecting with the people on the other side, you're so focused on following these bullet points and am I clicking the slide at the right time? And it's just so much more unnatural. Yeah, I would definitely agree. I mean, for me, um, I only started my, my video journey being in front of the camera a couple of years ago because I've been working behind the scenes for a long time. And it was never my ambition to be an in front of the camera person. It's not my comfortable place. And what happened was the first couple of Facebook lives I did were awful. I was so wooden and uh, it was sickening. I felt terrible. And then you watch it back and I still felt terrible. Mm -hmm. And I challenged myself to do 30 days of lives. And it. so the first couple were mm -hmm. still really bad, but it's like something broke part way through and 
you stop caring about trying to make it as perfect and you start to be a lot more real I think Mm -hmm. and so that was a real turning point for me to be able to get to the stage now where I can just hop on a zoom call or I can just do a Facebook live and actually feel really comfortable with it so it's not it's not an act and it's not put on I'm now in a comfortable space doing this because I've gone on that journey yeah it's it's you know it's really true for me I I did the same thing a very similar I did I went in a lot of these live challenges you know 21 day challenges seven day challenges and I would do them all the time and and so it would push me outside of that comfort zone because I I mean I don't prefer to be speaking live or on the spot speaking live, especially, right? But those are things that that's a skill that anybody can learn, right? It's not something that you can't do. It's a skill that we can learn. And I mean, wouldn't it for me and what I teach my clients is think of the impact that you're having on someone else so much quicker at the speed that you can use when you are live compared to if you were just using a static post or, you know, uh, something pre-recorded, it's so different. So you, if you think of what's your goal, what is your plan? What are you here actually trying to achieve? And you, and you um, inject that live element, it's going to speed it up. And, and to me, that's just, you know, that's just so worth it. And so powerful. One of the things I I found with talking to people is that there's quite often something that stops them feeling like they're going to be comfortable on camera. And for me, it was my accent. I'm from Northwest England. I've got very flat vowels. And so it made me feel like I would be uncomfortable. And the thing that I found, because I talk to people all over the world and people like the accent. To me, I sound really working class. And, you know, to, to me, it's an issue. To everybody else, it isn't. And generally, the things that make you different or quirky is the things that's going to make you appeal to somebody else. Yeah, it's so true. And when you said that, I was thinking, I love your accent. It sounds so nice. But it's honestly true. With everybody who I talk to, anytime I bring up that live aspect, because it's part of what we teach in our programs, the first thing they say is, oh, I don't like myself on camera. I don't like my voice. Right. And, and I've felt this, I felt this too. I, my voice is quite deep and, and especially when I'm, you know, not feeling a hundred percent, it can get even more raspy and deep. And that's, that's something for me that can, you know, make me feel self-conscious, but I think it's a huge part of what's important to know is that those are things that we feel about ourselves. Others don't see us in that way and you don't know what they're also feeling and experiencing like if you're not going to show up as the expert you are to help people then what are you doing right isn't it about really helping others I, I you know it doesn't matter what we look like how we sound where we're from the point is really truly if you are an expert and you can solve a problem to solve that problem for someone else. Don't make it about you, make it about them. And it makes it so much easier to show up live for sure. Yeah, I couldn't agree with that more. Now I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit now. What tips can you give to people to maximize their video experience? Well, 
I mean, I, I kind of touched on it already a little bit, right? This is going to be maybe the masculine side of me, that tomboyish part coming out, but I, I always, I'm, you know, just do it, <laughs> you know, that's, and it's not really the greatest tip, but it's like, if you don't, then, then what? If you, do you like where you're at right now? Are you happy where you're at right now? Probably the, the, the answer to that is no, you could probably do better, right? Maybe you're okay, but you could have better, do better, be better, help someone else better. So just do it. What's the worst thing that's going to happen, right? You could be that guy that was, didn't go viral. Like, I don't know if it was last year, the year before he was on a Zoom meeting. And I think his kid came into the room or something. He had to stand up and he had just like his shirt and his underwear on. Like, you know how that's still not the end of the world. That's just like something that he went viral for, right? He probably got more work because of that, right? So I would say just do it. That's the first one. The other thing is that, you know, over time, you're going to learn these little tips and these little tricks and these little hacks and that all of those little, the way that you didn't like to feel will turn into this amazing experience. So for me, you know, I've compiled an actual seven step magnetic live that I use. I personally use, and I teach this to my clients to simplify. So I don't feel nervous and I don't feel that you know, awkwardness, especially because those were the things for me. And for most of the women that I talk to is when you get on, especially when it's, you know, not in a interview style like this, and it's just yourself going live to teach a point, it can feel awkward because you are just looking at yourself on the screen. You are just, you know, coming on and being like, hello, right. It feels so strange at first. Yeah. That, that little grin and all of those things, those are great tips and points, right? Look at the lens. Don't look at yourself, you know, smile first. Those are great points. But then that awkwardness of what the actual process is was a huge one for me. And so I have like an actual seven part live script that I follow. And it's not a script. It's like these seven little steps and it, puts it perfectly in place for me each time. And it helps me to be able to repurpose that live video to so many other places, which especially if you are a coach, a course creator, a business owner, right, of some kind, to be able to repurpose your content very easily and, you know, edit things very, very easily because I am not tech savvy, it makes a huge, huge difference. So yeah, those, those are really my, the, the advice and tips that I can give is simplify. I'm all about simplifying and leaning into that fear because new doors will open. That's wonderful. Thank you. How can people connect with you? Just look up my name on Facebook, Amanda Kajek, K-I-J-E-K. And I have an amazing, amazing Facebook group. It's the Profitable Mompreneurs. So you'll be able to connect with me there. That would be the easiest way. Thank you so much for taking the time to have a chat with us today. It's been wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. This has been a great conversation.